Welcome to the heart of show business. I am your host, Alexia Melocchi. I believe in great storytelling and that every successful artist has a deep desire to express something from the heart to create a ripple effect in our society. Emotion and entertainment are closely tied together. My guests and I want to give you insider access to how the film, television, and music industry works. We will cover dreams come true, the road less travel, journey beginnings, and a lot of insight and inspiration in between. I am a successful film and television entrepreneur who came to America as a teenager to pursue my show business dreams. Are you ready for some unfiltered real talk with entertainment visionaries from all over the world? Then let's roll sound and action. Happy New Year. Happy 2023 to all my beautiful listeners. I have just entered a new season for the Heart of Show Business, and I'm actually quite excited. I'm having a solo episode, and I'm not going to lie, um, as as we, it's been a while since I've done solo episodes, it's probably been a couple of months, and I'm not going to lie, I have imposter syndrome, people. I know it's hard to believe, for those of you who do not know what imposter syndrome is, it has to do with feeling that somehow what you have to say is not interesting enough, or somebody is going to judge you or question you or uh, think that you're boring, you're too self-centered, you are so many things, right? People like you're imagining people that are judging you. And you know that I am somebody who's pretty confident, uh, but for some reason, I'm very, very confident when it comes to doing interviews and uh, interviewing my guests. But when it comes to talking about myself, I always go, what the hell am I doing? And will I be able to drop those incredible wisdom nuggets that you all want to hear? Because this is the heart of show business. And the messaging and the reason why I created this podcast was because I wanted it to be a place of convergence between creativity Uh, business and mindset. And as you know, in the past seasons, I have spoken to a lot of amazing creatives, uh, incredible guests from every area of film, music, television, best-selling authors, uh, life coaches, you name it. And uh, it's been great to listen to their journeys. And I've also wanted to hear a little bit more about their mindset, right? What makes them successful? What makes them tick? Because as we all know, what we love to do, we love to learn from those who have done it, those who have succeeded, who have somehow had a better life than we think we do. Although all our lives are special, please do not forget that. But it's always nice to aspire to being like the ones who are being trailblazers and game changers. And there is a business element to the heart of show business, which I want to go deeper into, into this season. I am going to be expanding things. I'm not just going to be interviewing uh, writers and directors and actors. There's going to be some very interesting people coming on my show this year. I can't name names. They're all being booked as we speak. But uh, that's what I want it to be. I want us to learn about the business world as well, because 
if we think about this, and this is one of the things that I like to uh, talk about on my first premiere episode in this new season, is giving you some tips for this new year. Who hates New Year's resolutions? I certainly do. I make up so many lists. And then when I start reading them at the end of the year, I'm like, did I accomplish anything? Most of the time, probably 80% of the things I didn't do. So last year, uh, my premiere episode for 2023 was called Life Hacks for Creatives. So today is going to be the new edition, like have Life Hacks for Creatives uh, year 2023. And I'm just going to go and talk about some of the things that have worked for me this past year, because we're all constantly learning and also just stuff that I went through because I have decided that just put myself out there. You know, I am not perfect and everybody knows me. They think I am the happiest person in the world, which is true. I, I most of the time I'm happy um, that I'm super successful, which is true. I do consider myself successful because I have accomplished a lot in the almost 30 years in the business. I started when I was in diapers, right? Yes, that's my story and I stick to it. But really, I think that if you learn through somebody else's journey, that tends to have a little bit more impact than somebody just getting on a pedestal and, you know, spewing education, like you should be doing this and you should be doing that. And those are the rules, because as we know, in business and in life, there are no rules. There are just guideposts. There are just anchors that you can anchor yourself in order to navigate life. Or as my friend Julia, I was just at her wedding, one thing that she said in her wedding was that she wants to be that string that people can find in the labyrinth of life and hopefully will get them outside of the labyrinth. And this is what I am to be in this sort of expanded version of the Heart of Show Business podcast. I started it during the pandemic, as you all know, uh, it was just a try to just not lose my mind and uh, do something with my life and with myself. And it turned out to be quite successful. It's top 3% in the world on Listen Notes. I don't even know what Listen Notes is, but I'll take the top 3%. And it looks like people are enjoying it. And thank you for those who have been constantly downloading my episodes and listening to me blab and listen to my guest. And for those that have written reviews, those who have subscribed, I really appreciate you. So I'm going to get down to it and I'm going to give you, last year, I think it was eight tips or 10. I'm going to make it short and sweet. And this time it's going to be uh, five, five tips, five life hacks for creatives and just humans alike and people who are just wanting to do something more with this thing called life and they want their voice heard. They're, we're all storytellers, no matter what we call ourselves, because you can be telling a story about, you know, to your friend about what you did today or what your dreams are. That makes you a storyteller, right? You don't have to be a writer or a director or a producer or an actor or a musician. You know, we're all storytellers. So one of the hacks or rules or tips that I want to give uh, is be a brand. 
what does being a brand truly mean? I think there's this great misunderstanding about branding. Everybody thinks I need to be an influencer. I have a brand if I have a gazillion, bazillion followers. I have a brand if somebody instantly recognizes me, right? Uh, I have a brand if I am famous. No, people. A brand has so much more than that. And what I would say, the basic things of a brand, and again, the storyteller is more important than the story itself, right? So if you are a storyteller, you want to create a brand around yourself so that people can recognize you easily, even though maybe you're not famous yet, or you haven't gotten that Oscar, or you haven't run a studio, or you haven't made your big uh, multi-million dollar production you still can be a brand. A brand has three very clear things that, and I did a little bit of soul searching. That's why I'm talking about it because I, I was like, who the hell am I? Who's the harder show business? Who's Alexia Malocki? Who's little studio films, the company that she owns with her amazing mother. And uh, I realized that I am a brand. I don't have to be a Kardashian. And uh, there's a three things that I've seen, three qualities, three traits that most brands have when we're talking about a person, not a thing. Um, a brand has clear messaging. So if you see major, major filmmakers, say James Cameron, James Cameron has a very, very clear messaging about who he is, what he stands for, what his values are, and what he wants to communicate to the world through art. So I think that having a very clear messaging about who you are and what you stand for and what you believe in uh, is very, very important. Like I said, the heart of show business is a place of convergence between business mindset and creativity. And I actually stand by that just as I stand about me uh, and who I am. You know, I am the heart of show business. I do love putting my heart into everything I do. And I have enthusiasm. I am a never say die person. I am always looking at the positive. I have a whole list of qualities and it's not just me tooting my own horn, but those clearly come across because when I'm getting the emails from strangers, when people are reaching out, following me on Instagram, you know, read up about me and the one that say to me, I want to work with you. I want to pitch you something. I want to partner up with you. Uh, they clearly understand what my messaging is. So I think clear messaging is really understanding who you are, what you are about, what your values are, what your vision is, and just being in your own skin comfortable. Just like when I just said at the beginning of this podcast, that I have imposter syndrome sometimes. I'll admit it. You know, I'm great speaking on stage, but talking to myself, staring at the screen, I'm going, what the hell? Is my hair right? I don't know. You know, so I'm looking at all those things. Uh, the second thing that a brand has, which I have found out in my little solo journey, is that a brand is timeless. I have found people who sometimes I know have disappeared. Uh, think about somebody like a John Travolta, right? There was a moment in his career that he was not working and, but somehow he was timeless, right? Because he was in movies like Staying Alive, oh, it's not Staying Alive, Saturday Night, 
night, Saturday night fever because staying alive is a sequel. And I actually like that a lot in case you haven't seen it, check it out. But he, who do we think John Travolta is? Saturday night fever, early days, Greece, right? And then Pulp Fiction. So in spite of the fact that he was not working, somehow he had a timeless element to himself, right? So a brand is timeless. If you want to be a producer, you're going to be a producer 10 years from now, 20 years from now, as long as you continue to choose to be a producer, even if the world is changing, even if the industry is changing, you're going to find a way to pivot. And that's what's going to make you timeless. If you know how to pivot, if you know how to go with, uh, you're almost like a forecaster of trends and uh, future creativity, then you are going to be a producer. Whether you're shooting a movie with your iPhone or you're shooting with a fancy camera, whether you're doing a podcast, whether you're doing an Instagram live, you can still be that when you're doing those things as things change. So the brand is always going to be timeless. Coca-Cola, well, if we want to talk about things, is a timeless brand, right? What do we identify with? And by the way, another thing that makes something timeless is simplicity. So think about amplifying yourself and your creativity through simplicity. Uh, Coca-Cola is a very simple brand. Uh, Chanel is a very simple brand. They're black, black and white is their logo, right? It's a C. It doesn't have a lot of fancy stuff in it but it communicates. So it communicates and it becomes timeless because of the clear messaging. And then the number three, which is all about branding, is uh, what kind of an impact do you want to make in the world? How do you want to become memorable? Uh, that's what a brand is. Why do we want to see certain movies over and over again? Why do we want to listen to songs over and over again? I have been to concerts of 80s band which I love, by the way, like Duran Duran. And I've seen kids there, 12-year-old kids who clearly were not born during Duran Duran times, but they knew all the songs by heart. Why? Because Duran Duran has made impact and they have become memorable because of their style of music showing up through the ages. So they, if you notice, have become a brand. They are timeless they are memorable. They have created impact in our lives, you know, an impact that doesn't mean I'm going to go save puppies and cats and I'm going to go save the world or I'm going to go and feed the homeless. Yes, please do that. You know me, I'm somebody about that is always about making the world a better place, but it's really about having an impact through your, uh, through your art, through your presence, through how you make people feel and that is going to become memorable and therefore is going to become timeless because your messaging is also clear, right? So that's one of my life hacks for 2023. Be a brand, do a little soul searching, but who are you? I'd love to hear, please send me messages, um, make comments on my social media. I'm curious to see how you figure out your own personal brand. Uh, the number two would be, as a life hack, would be for me, uh, defining abundance. Abundance is always, I hate to say this, but people always say abundance equals money. How rich am I? But how about how rich is your life? 
that is really what makes you abundant. If you do have a rich life, meaning you're happy with yourself, you have, you're surrounded by loving friends, you know where you're going, you have a beautiful roof under your head, it doesn't matter how small or big it is, you're connected to your source, God, the universe, higher calling, whatever that is, that is rich. That is being rich, my friends. So I would definitely ask you, what do you think abundance means to you, even when it comes to your creativity and it comes to um, what you're trying to do in the world, what the mark that you're trying to put in the world, that imprint, how do you want to be abundant? Do you want to be abundant because somebody is going to buy your script for a million dollars, but then they're going to forget about you and maybe you're going to burn it because you do not know how to invest? Or do you want to be someone that creates something beautiful that is timeless, is lasting, has messaging, is memorable, has impact, makes people feel good. And in the meantime, as you do that, you get to meet amazing people on your journey. You get to grow. You get to feel better about yourself. You get to give. Uh, that is what abundance is to me. So I think it it's very recommended, and I've learned this myself this past year, to give a broader definition of what abundance truly is. You know, uh, we have Thanksgiving where we bless our food and we bless our family and we look at the abundance that God has given us. So let's think about having a rich life versus having a rich bank account. Because when you have a rich life, the bank account will grow as well. Remember that. Um, life hack number three is, and this is a lesson that I keep learning, believe it or not, 30 years in the business, is work with who you like. It's just not worth it to be associated with people you do not like just because you want to get a project on the ground, you want to start up a business, you want to grow your business, you want to be known, you want to be noticed, you want to be valued, appreciated, because trust me, the people you don't like and are not going to like you back to begin with, because otherwise you would instantly like them, like attracts like. And also those people are not going to be giving you what you need. I have worked in the past with individuals that with my gut, I did not want to have any association with because I knew that their values were all screwed up. I knew that we had different creative visions for the things that we were getting behind. And I still chose to work with them because I wanted so bad to have that movie made, to have that TV show made, to have my client get work that... I compromise and the result was a disaster. So I say work with who you like because creativity, movies, TV shows, music, books, whatever you do, you're going to be interacting with other individuals. And when you do that, it's going to be a little bit like a marriage. So you want to choose who you're married to because hopefully you want to stay married to them for a long time. And if not, at least when you divorce, you can say it was a beautiful process. It was a beautiful time of your life. So definitely do that. But also there's another um, flip of the coin, as they say, on working with who you like. 
And that is we become the five people that we hang around with the most. So if you're hanging out with people who are ruthless, with people who are selfish, with narcissists, with people who are greedy, with people who are having ego issues, with people who are not team players. Well, guess what? You're going to become that yourself because by hanging out with them, that's all you're going to see. You're going to identify life, career, business with that world, and you're going to keep attracting that. And again, I have not invented the wheel. I've read a lot of books, but I've also seen the stuff that those books I read tell me about. I've seen it work in my life, in other people's lives. So work with the people you like. Do not go with people because they have a name, because they have credits, because somehow in your mind, they seem to have more significance than they actually really do. The people that do have true significance are those that are making your life better, period. That's not brain science. So that's another thing that I wanted to say. One last thing, oh, actually, no, one last thing, second to last um, life hack is uh, don't barter. Don't barter and don't trade your time for money. So there is two pieces to that. And obviously they are related to money and they are related to time. Both are very precious commodities. Sometimes we give value more to money than to time. But the thing is that you cannot get your time back, right? So why would you want to barter? Why would you want to give your time or precious time in an action, in a group, in a project where you are not being properly valued either with immediate financial compensation or long-term financial compensation. So don't barter because you know what? The people will give you the value that you assign yourself. So if you think you are someone who um, has to prove themselves, uh, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't because if you are a true professional, you will have to to get to a certain point in your career. But if you feel that in order to prove yourself, you have to work for free, I would say, do not do it. It it is just so important that there is a fair exchange. Uh, A friend of mine just recently said to me, and that was a little bit of a light bulb moment for me as well. Sometimes when we work with friends, uh, we tend to do things for free. Or we tend to say, don't worry, we'll figure this out. Let's just work together. I help you, you help me. And if something happens, then we will repay the rewards. Well, guess what? The moment you do that, when and if something actually happens, I guarantee you that there will be arguments and discussions on who did the most, who did the list, who the value that you thought you had and what you were due in order to that value will be a completely different value than maybe your friend has in her or his mind when it comes to reaping the fruits of your labor as a joint team, right? When you're friends. So it's always important to put things on paper, to make things clear. And by the love of God, 
if there is a way that you can actually trade money with one another as friends, even if it's a hundred bucks, it doesn't matter. Do that because that's going to make that relationship so much clearer. So I go, for example, I need a budget done. I will go to certain people who maybe they will give me a discount because I given them a lot of work, but I'm still going to pay them. I'm not going to ask them to do stuff for free. I'm not going to ask my friends to introduce me to someone and then not pay them for their time or not pay them at least in a contract with very, very clear definition of what they're going to get if something comes about. So please just be very mindful of how you do your creative and financial exchanges with the people in your team. Trust me, when there's clear financial exchanges between two or more people in a team, when it comes to creative projects, everybody will be naturally more happy. There will be no resentments and there won't be uh, a feeling that somebody needs to prove oneself the value will be the fine of the get-go. So that's another little life hack that I wanted to give you. And the last and very least, and this is something that I am doing this second as I'm recording this podcast, which is going to drop sometime next week, is uh, do a forensic analysis of your life. Do a forensic analysis of your gifts and do a forensic analysis of your business projects, whatever those projects are. And... See how far you come, celebrate how far you come, and in the places where you did not come as far as you wanted to, just do an analysis of what worked and what did not work. Um, be a little investigator, be a detective. What were you thinking at the time? What choices were you making at the time? Um, what were you believing about yourself or your project at the time? Did you do your due diligence? Uh, did you educate yourself enough on that specific subject, goal, purpose that you are going after? Uh, did you lose your values along the way? Or did you stand true to your truth and your values? Did you work with the right kind of people? Or did you work with the wrong kind of people? Uh, are you looking at things with a wrong estimation of time, thinking that something is going to happen in a day when it might actually take 10 years. And if it's going to take 10 years, I hope not, because <laughs> God knows we all want things to happen at least in a decent amount of time. Have you planned your life accordingly so you're able to continue pursuing your vision, your dream, your goal, your purposes, your brand? And uh, so do a little bit of a forensic analysis of that. Where can you improve? both in your creativity, but also in your mindset? Uh, is there some business skill that you need to learn that you did not know about that will give you extra ammunition to succeed in whatever it is you want to do? So those will be the things that I would recommend. And they work for me. They work wonderful for me in 2022. And I'm taking them with me in 2023. So I hope you do the same. Little recap on those life hack for creatives and beyond. Number one, be a brand and recalling a brand is timeless. A brand has clear messaging and a brand has an impact, therefore becomes memorable. 
define abundance. And that is abundance is not a bank account. Abundance is a rich life. And whatever you define that, it's up to you. We all have our own definition and we all have our standards. So it's not for me to judge or to tell you what your standards should be, but make a very, very clear decision on what abundance means to you. Work with people you like, because God knows working with people you don't can be hell. So, and life is short indeed. And so choose your people. Very interesting. And that goes people who are aligned with your values, with your goals, with your vision, with who you are and with where you're going, not where you used to be. Okay. So always look at the people that are going to move forward with you and not backward. And don't barter, don't barter your skills, don't barter your talent, don't barter your time for money, don't undervalue yourself. Choose very clear exchanges, even with your friends when it comes to business associations. And lastly, do a forensic analysis of what has worked for you in this past year and what has not without judgment, without anger, just very, very, just be an investigator. That's the best way to do it and uh, move forward from there and write those lists, make them short. There's no need to just go and make a hundred new year's resolutions. I think if you concentrate on the things you want to feel when you arrive at your destination, whatever your destination is going to be, that's going to be your guiding light, your post, your anchor, as we said, that is going to keep you moving forward. So that was that for me. I hope you enjoyed this little solo episode of the Heart of Show Business. If you like what you heard and you want to continue listening or you have things that you want to ask me, I'll be more than happy to answer them in my next solo episodes. But in the meantime, just Stay tuned because there will be some awesome, awesome guests coming up that are going to help you in whatever it is that you want to accomplish in life. Happy New Year, everyone. This is Alexia Maloki, the heart of show business. And uh, I am done. I made it. No imposter syndrome anymore. Hopefully I did okay this time around. And I look forward to sharing more in 2023 and beyond. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Heart of Show Business. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend. You can also subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or comments or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at theheartofshowbusiness.com.